I'm back again today with We Married Rich. I'm here with Allison, and today we are going to talk about our weddings to our current husbands, Allison with Rich and me with Jim, and how that played out with our kids and all sorts of other stuff. So here we go. Hello, everyone. This is Meredith with a Y, and I am your host, Meredith Willett. Today, we are going to go deep, changing lives, and I am giving you the keys to the castle. So, Allison, thanks so much for coming back. We married Rich. (laughs) We're back at it again. And I figured today we would kind of go over our wedding days. And it was funny, Jim. I was telling Jim that we were going to be talking about this today. He goes, wait, you're going to be talking about the day you married Rich? I'm like, no, the day she married Rich and the day I married you and we move forward with our different lives with these kids because... It's the four of us together. And so now we're incorporating them into our weddings. You know, this is a big mm-hmm. part of the ceremony, this moment where we're kind of creating these new families. And I got married June 23rd, James's birthday, 2007. So I think we're going on 14 years now, which is crazy. And you got married, what is it, uh, April 3rd? 4th, 2009. April 4th, 2009. So really just like two years after our wedding, you guys created your new families together. Uh, And I were dating for just about one month when you guys had your wedding. Yeah. Yeah. And when we got married, Mm -hmm. the kids were in our wedding. And I think that, you know, and and I don't want to put words into my my in-laws mouths, but Jim's the baby of the family. He's the third of two older sisters, married, you know, born and raised in a small town in Iowa. And I kind of don't think they were expecting their son who's a football star, baseball star. Now he's in like working in sports to marry a single mom with two kids. I'll be honest with you. I don't think any of them were expecting that he at 35 years old was going to marry a woman with kids. I think there's probably, they were very, very welcoming. I mean, like they had showers and they were amazing, but I, you know, I wonder, I wonder if that's difficult sometimes when you are like yourself, you didn't have any children. My husband didn't have any children. You're marrying into some people could call it baggage. I don't know. You're marrying into a man with a man with kids and an ex-wife and a whole other ex-family and all that other stuff. And my husband had no children and he's marrying in. So there's a lot of extra. I wonder if expectations is the word. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. It's, it's, It's a whole nother thing to absorb besides just, hey, my daughter's getting married. My husband's getting married. It's how is this going to be for them? Mm hmm. I had a friend at work that was, she was a bonus mom to two girls. They were probably in college at the time, maybe high school, but possibly college. Yeah. I can remember her like kind of coaching me along the way and saying, Oh, you got this, you got to do this when they come into town because they also lived out of town close to Philadelphia where you guys were kind of living in New Jersey, but suburbs of Philadelphia. And she would always like give me pointers on things to do with the kids, activities and all of that. And so I think that I took a lot of her advice too. 
So you had a mentor, so to speak, that had been right. through this. Well, mm-hmm. that is, I mean, that's huge. Cause I mean, it's almost like a little playbook that you can take information out when someone else has already been through this. And so I remember because you and Rich picked the kids up from our reception for our Jim and I's wedding. And they went home. I mean, I don't even I don't even know. Did my mom walk the kids out? I don't even remember what happened at our wedding. I feel like Tom might have your Tom. Oh God, now that's scary because I know he was <laughs> Well, but we remember we picked him up like kind of early in the night. That was what, like probably like nine or ten-ish, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And looking back at the idea of my ex-husband and his new girlfriend picking our kids up from our wedding. It's really a cool energy. It's really a cool moment of, I see this, I acknowledge this, I'm a part of this from you and and Rich. And I see you, Rich and Allison. I acknowledge this. This is, and so it was literally a coming together on our wedding day. I believe the four of us as saying, no, I'm okay that your mom is marrying someone. And Hey, Rich and Allison to the kids energetically. I want them in our life. We're all going to move forward together in this new life as the four of us raising these kids. And and I and that to me is huge, is is sending that message. That's uh-huh. huge. Huge. Yep. And then now when you and Rich got married in New Jersey. We were in New Jersey, so I, of course, couldn't have picked them up. But Skylar and Cody, so Skylar and Cody were in Gemini's wedding. And then Skylar and Cody were in your wedding with Rich, huh? creating your new family unit. And my mom was there, right? Yeah, she took them home. And my so my mom and Tom, my stepdad at the time, were there. Was I don't remember if Leslie or James were there. I feel like I don't remember. Leslie, Leslie was? Yes. Okay. So my sister was also at your wedding too, Rich, which I mean, it's just, it's so good. <laughs> when you talk about it, <laughs> but I, um, we weren't really friends in high school or college, but after college, she was looking for a job and there was an opening. It was a perfect fit at my company. So she ended up joining the company that I still work for and we yeah. worked for years. Yeah. And so, yeah, so that was another pulling in moment of our family's blending. And so there's just so many markers. Wait, back up. Fun fact. My first date with Rich, I borrowed a little jacket of Leslie's. Stop. Yep. I mean, it's literally, it's written in the stars, right? I mean, it's so good. But yeah, when you look at the little tiny details of what it is been to get us to today. So we've been raising kids together basically for 14 plus years. Dating, it would be like almost, God, 16 years almost, right? Mm -hmm. And we've been raising these two kids, these two kids and our own kids together. The little markers of you picking up the kids from my wedding to my new husband and my mom and my sister and my stepdad being at your wedding and seeing this new creation of this new family between you and your current husband, which is my kid's dad, my ex-husband, all of these different, honestly, when I'm, when I'm talking about it, it's like an acknowledgement 
Mm-hmm. It's it's an honoring of a new family. I love that. It is truly an honoring. I honor your new family. I respect this new family that you are creating and you've just created. I want to be a part of the new family that you've created. And and both on that end too. And I think that the kids, when like when when Skylar, our oldest daughter, when Skylar was, you know, getting the, the dress and getting the, cause she was, would you consider like a junior bridesmaid in your, how did you call her for your wedding? I don't even no, know. I do two bridesmaids. So she was a bridesmaid. Bridesmaid. Okay. So when Skylar was a bridesmaid and you, she was getting the dress, even to go so far as to really be excited and that's going to be beautiful. And Allison's including me in this, every word that I would say to get to the point of you two getting married, those matter. Mm-hmm. My excitement matters. My happiness for you matters. What my face is doing to in front of Skylar and Cody matters. All of these things matter because these kids are picking up these cues and saying, are you on board with my dad and Allison, my soon-to-be bonus mom, are you on board? And so as they're watching all of these cues from you, from Rich, from Jim, from myself, as we're picking out flowers, as we're picking out venues, as we're picking, because we lived through you not as much because you were dating when we were already married. But that whole thing, those kids are watching all of those cues. And so every bit of it, all of that excitement even if I was working through it, even if Rich is working through it, because I'm sure that Rich was working through just as much as I was working through. Okay, this is new. How is this going to work? Okay, my kids have a new stepfather. That's not easy. My kids have a new stepmom. That's not easy. So we're as adults, we were working through stuff. As adults, we were working through these things. And so as we were working through it with 30 some 40 some years of experience on the planet, how important it was that we were there to help these kids work through these new families that we're we're creating. And they're a part of now that they have absolutely no say in. Right. And it also set the tone for the relationships to, from that point to where we are today. Yeah. I mean, I just, I never, I don't think I ever, and that's why I'm loving this series and loving this conversation with you. Cause we really have never sat down for hours at a time and talked about raising these four kids together and, and what preparing for that wedding meant, what preparing, like, because when you do get married, I, I, I had a situation recently that I was talking to someone and her mother had married multiple men in her very, you know, young, young life. And she, I mean, she, you know, they're, Kids are out of, they have no control. Mm -hmm. And so the only control that they have is behavior, acting out, kind of becoming at one with whatever. And they're watching us for cues. It's, I imagine it being like on an airplane and we're having turbulence and we're all looking at the flight attendants. Like, should we be scared yet? (laughs) (laughs) I'm get nervous. (laughs) Kind of be scared yet. So yeah, I mean, as Rich and I were absorbing this new energy, as you and Jim were absorbing an entirely new life, 
even if you had been dating for a while, it doesn't matter. This is a whole new enchilada, you know, like you now have instant children as a stepmother, as a, as a bonus mom, as a stepdad or, you know, whatever you instantly have this new responsibility as a mom period. Because I know for a fact, Skylar has had to come to you because she felt more comfortable in certain situations. Skylar has come to you for mom things. Mm-hmm. You can't say, hey, I'm good. Go talk to your mom about that. You step up. Yeah. You know, and same with Jim. Like the kids have come to Jim with things over the years and he's a dad. He's a dad figure. And so that's a lot to that's a lot to take on. Mm-hmm. As, as a, as a bonus parent, as a new parent that, I mean, let's see, Cody and Skylar were seven and nine when we got married. So when you and Rich got married, Cody and Skylar were probably what, nine and 11. Mm, I think so. Right around nine and 11. So you literally get into a, a marriage with a nine and 11 year old and PS you're young. So you still want your own kids. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole, I mean, and Jim, he had every intention of being married and having kids. So my youngest now, when we, the day we get married is nine, no seven, I'm sorry. And so now it's like, okay, now we're going to have kids still. So, mm-hmm. so now there's that, what, you know, what you want to do. And now we're going to have kids <laughs> 10 years apart, What Brock and Cody, I think are 15 years apart, which would be the same for Alex and yeah, well, Alex. Yeah, because Brock's right in the middle of the two boys. Yeah, Brock's right in the middle. So roughly 15 years apart between your boys and our oldest Mm -hmm. kid. So, I mean, it's literally like balancing, helping him with his career now, helping her with her career in college graduation and learning how to ride bikes and learning how to spell with the the younger kids. Right. But I, I really think that the whole thing, looking back, if anyone is listening to this, who is newly divorced or thinking about getting a divorce or, you know, cause there's so many people that really are in unhealthy for them relationships. And I'm not saying Rich and I were in an unhealthy relationship. I'm just saying there are people in unhealthy relationships that fear leaving, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're afraid of the what ifs of the future. And the thing of it is, is there is, there can be this, there can be a podcast with you and your ex-husband's wife. There can be a podcast with your husband's ex-wife. <laughs> you know what I mean? There can be raising kids all together in a positive place. But I really think it starts with us as adults deciding beyond a shadow of a doubt that we are going to put our children first. We're going to, I mean, if Cody and Skylar, I don't know what, if Cody and Skylar would have been like, I don't like Allison. I don't like Jim. I mean, I, I don't think it would have, I, my mom would have never let any of it happen. I mean, Lord knows she's, she's a force <laughs> to be reckoned with when it comes to those two kids, but uh, she'd have jacked something up with all these marriages. But, you know, we really, we really did what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to follow our, our own hearts as adults. Mm-hmm but our actions of the way we interacted as, as adults and including each other and being open to these changes and how it was going to affect our kids. That's what came first. Mm -hmm. How do we put them first in our lives while still doing what makes sense to us? Because after 
Jim and I got married, I moved and I moved the kids Mm -hmm. to Philly from Ohio. So that's an eight hour drive or, you know, an hour plus plane ride. And that was very, very difficult on Rich. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure on you too. Mm-hmm. It was very, very difficult. And he he gave me grief as he should have. But what I just kept saying is, is, well, if Jim was in the military, what do you want me to do? So it was hard because I knew Jim was so excellent for the kids. But I knew, and as we've seen how many times I've moved, that his job working in sports is going to be moving if needed. Yeah. So that was really hard to take, to quote, but literally at the same time, to, to move the kids away from their dad. Looking back, I believe that it worked because when the kids were with you guys, it was, they were with you. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was the whole week or the whole weekend, or it was a vacation, or it was a holiday that they were, you know, immersed into your family. But I know that that couldn't have been easy on Rich. And at the same time, the alternative was with <laughs> them staying with you all the time. Right. <laughs> and that wasn't going to work because you guys weren't even married yet. You'd only been dating for a month. So, right. so you, you kind of were there for the beginning of Rich's turmoil of his kids being moved eight hours away. And there's that the part of me that you want to go, God, I'm sorry for that. There's a part of you that me that wants to acknowledge that turmoil, that separation, that difficulty. But I can't imagine making any other decision than to be with Jim. Right. So it's kind of one of those, what do you, you know, rock in a hard place. But I do, I do think that, like you said, the way that we had the divorce written is, and then the, it was maybe actually it wasn't, maybe it was both the divorce and then the moving situation. It was everything was on paper. Like you said, we literally could plan out an entire year based on the separation, child rearing paperwork. And I think that was huge mm-hmm. from your perspective, from, from Rich's perspective. There was no, it's my weekend. It's your holiday. It's, it was in black and white. There's no discussion. The kids have a party they want to go to. So now we have to re change the weekends or something like that. We didn't have any of that. It was like set in stone. They knew when they were coming here. And then I think they were also excited to come here because it wasn't something that they had to do every other week. Yeah. It was like, Hey, now we get to go and stay for two weeks and see all of our cousins and that kind of thing. And I know it was hard. I know it was hard for Cody, especially Cody is that very kind of rigid, you know, he likes tradition, things of that nature. He's more traditional kind of kid. And I know he hated missing anything. He loves extended family. He loves family parties. He loves being with aunts and uncles and cousins. I think between the two of them, it was probably hardest on him. But like you said, when he, when he was there, he was there. And then he also wasn't missing football games Right. With us, he wasn't missing school. It was not this back and forth. It was very, when I'm with my mom, I'm at home. When I'm with my dad, I'm with my dad. It wasn't the back and forth. And it was also not the back and forth of us. Well, what time are you going to be here? Well, I got to go. Well, I'm leaving for work. You got to drop him off an hour early, which I think a lot of times that causes so much turmoil between the couple, the parents, the step parents, the bonus parents. It causes even more energy. Mm-hmm. Of, of being irritated, of being inconvenienced, of being, 
well, God, I want to go out tonight. Why won't you take the kids? There was Mm -hmm. no option for that. Right. It just didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And by the time, it's interesting though, because how long we were in New Jersey, 2007 to 2000, maybe. So maybe seven years we were there, even though Cody moved back his freshman year. But it, it's interesting. It's almost like, a, like I always suggest people to move away from their family during the beginning of their marriage to kind of like imprint on each other, you know, and kind of get out of that extended family drama you know, like to, to become this bonded unit. And it did allow you and Rich to really bond as a unit without me there, without, you know, like when you were with Cody and Skylar and Rich, you guys were a team unit. And when I was over in New Jersey with the kids, we were a team unit. And so it really allowed us that space yeah, to formulate these new family units without any noise of each other. So, yeah, I mean, I think that looking back of all of that beginning time, although at the time it may have seemed, I don't even know what the word is, sucky, difficult, Mm -hmm. not opportune from the kids not being with their dad as often, but he does work a lot. Jim works a lot, you know, like they work a lot. And so instead of being have to work a lot of evenings too, a lot of evenings. So it's like, and then when the kids would fly into town. It was go time. Yeah. And you adjust your schedule for that time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, yeah. So we were in Jersey for almost two years before you guys got married. Mm -hmm. And, and then, you know, now you have taken on a new entire family. And so you and Rich, he's because he is the most stubborn, traditional human on the planet is we'll never move from that house. I mean, you'll literally have to crowbar him out of that house and half of the stuff that he owns because he is a traditional man. Yep. (laughs) In the most genuinely funny, cute, sweet sort of way. Like if he owns it, do not get rid of it. Like you literally have to break stuff or rip it in half to throw anything of riches in the garbage because he just, he's not a hoarder, but he's sentimental that way. Mm -hmm. And, and so you guys are in the house that I shit. We were just talking about it when I was in Ohio last. Rich didn't even remember I went into labor with Skylar in that house. And you've made that house yours beautifully. I mean, because that's the same. I mean, shit. So Cody Skylar's 22. So Rich and I bought that house probably 23 years ago. And you're, you and Rich live there and it's, it's your house and you've made it a beautiful home. Redone everything I wanted to redo. I mean, oh my God, that kitchen before was brutal. <laughs> brutal. I mean, what did it take to get rich to get rid of that kitchen? It, it, you had to have just drugged him to have him sign it. Your mom did it? Pushed no, it? Being my mom's. And then he was like, wait, we could do this. Oh, so when your mom redid her kitchen, he was like, he was into it then. It has to be his idea. He's such a turtle. He's such a turtle that way. Yeah. I mean, so was that weird moving into the house that Rich refuses to move from? I mean, that's the house that I was pregnant in front of Scott with Skylar when we were all at the parade together. Hopefully if you've been listening to the series, like it's the greatest location ever. I mean, there really is not a reason. It's a good look. No, it hasn't been weird. And it Mm -hmm. never was. No, 
I mean, you're just literally, I mean, I couldn't have asked for a better co-mom in the whole planet. You're just literally the best. It has been fun. It's so interesting. I mean, it's just been so good. And I just look back at our wedding days, the way we handled those kids going back and forth on visitation, like you said in the last episode. I don't know if anyone listening has kids that go visit their parents back and forth. But I remember when I would come home from my dad's, when because my parents are divorced and remarried, there is a changing of the guard. There's a change mm-hmm. of energy between one household and another household. And if you want to know if there's a change, look at your kids because they are barometers of that change. They will show you that sadness of leaving one house, but there's excitement about being in another house and visiting And that plays a role and takes a toll. And I mean, you saw it when the kids would leave us in Jersey, especially, you know, and then they come and they want to be in Ohio and they want to be there with their their family. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about it, like your laundry day is Mondays and I try to do like a load a day, like down to like the littlest things of the way we do laundry or do dishes or whatever, like everything is different. Everything is different. It's acclimating from one house to another, back and forth. Back and forth. And not just acclimate. I mean, it's the food that we cook is different. Yeah. The snacks that we have in our houses are different. The way that we parent, the way that we discipline, the way that we raise the young kids, mm-hmm. the way you, ra- Rich, raise Alex and Will is different than the way that Jim and I raise Brock and Emerson. And so then we have these older kids watching these differences in the way that we raise our kids with, you know, like, this is good. This is bad. This is right. This is, you know, then they're involved in the way that we raise these younger kids. Mm-hmm. They're involved in, and want to start now judging the food that we make and the way that we clean our house right. and the way that we help our younger kids with homework. I mean, it creates an entire energy of when they're in your house and when they're in, in my house. And it's interesting because you guys were very, have always been very generous with Christmas and birthdays. And, you know, you don't want, it's hard because it's like, you almost have to get on the phone and go, okay, are you buying the jeans? Am I buying the leggings? Are you buying the Xbox? Am I buying the phone? And it's not like you're trying to compare. You just don't want to double up. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, and I still, we still call back and forth and say, oh my God, who's getting Skylar new leggings? But it's also that we, you know, you don't want the kids to think, okay, well, my dad spent X dollars on Christmas and we spent Y dollars. Does dad like me? But so you kind of also, it's not that you want to play keeping up with the Joneses, but there's, there is that energy. And speaking of, of Christmases, I remember when, and this is before you were in the picture, when I was single, Rich and I, we would do Christmas morning together still because mm-hmm. it just, the kids were so little and how many presents does any kid need? So we would just celebrate Christmas morning or whatever after, I don't even know. I had to be morning together when they were little because they were what, three, four, five, six years old. It made sense that Santa Claus was still going, you know, more so or spending that time together. And was it always easy? No. It probably wasn't easy for Rich, mm-hmm. you know, like that's not what either of us. And that's the thing. Divorce is never what anyone wants. 
It mm-hmm. never is. I don't care if you are in the worst situation, which I wasn't. I don't care if you're in an abusive situation, which I wasn't, nor was rich. It just, it is what it is. You still don't want a divorce. Mm-hmm. You still don't want to end a family. And so it's never going to be easy, but you have, once you make that choice, once that is part of your path, I think that then you have to go, okay, this is uncomfortable for me. It's not the way I want my life to be at this moment, but it's not about me now. I had these kids and now what can I do to make their life normal, the best it can be? I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's tough. But I mean, you, I mean, you stepped right in there and birthdays, Christmas, I know that was all you. I mean, I'm not stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you're rich. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Can't see that. Yeah. It was me. It was both of them. I mean, he execute, he has the ideas and then I execute. I say, okay, I will do that. I'll do that. Yeah. Let's come up with a lot of the Christmas ideas. Yeah. For what to buy. And then you have to yeah. actually go and do it. Well, I mean, and then and I that- love wrapping. So I, I used to wrap all, everything for my mom too. Oh God. Not a fan of wrapping so much. See, even <laughs> that's different, but, but there's such beauty in the differences between me and you, you bring in a different energy. I bring in a different energy. Jim brings in a different energy. Their dad, Rich brings in a different energy. We're all bringing in my opinion, when I look at it and, and we're in a very positive place, mm-hmm. but, but the thing of it is, is it brings in different energies. You're bringing in new foods and traditions. You're bringing in a different fashion. I mean, you brought different fashion into me even of like, okay, wait a minute. That's a cool purse. Okay. Wait, you've got, okay. That's neat. You, even the gifts that you've given Jim and I, you've been ahead of the, the game when it comes to what's in style. Like you've always been very fashionable in that sense and very on trend and with even decorating the house and so on. Like, but I then, so you, you've had me actually come over your house and go, okay, Meredith, I don't know what to do with these shelves. So my brain can do the shelves, but you get the cool things that go on the shelves. So even those things we bring into Cody and Skylar's experience mm-hmm. as being positive and them seeing us work together. And then oddly enough, both Jim and Rich are both in sales. So there's that, there are different types of sales, but there's that energy of, of salespeople. And so- you know, we all bring, we're, we're bringing in things differently into these kids' lives and we, you can't hoard that energy. You can't mm-hmm. hoard it and make it all about us. I can't say I need to be the only mom. I need to be the most important. I need to have my ego stoked that, that my way is the only way. Cause that's really what it comes down to when you start getting that way is this, the ego that needs to be fed as being the only parent that's worthwhile. And I like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's about not thinking that you're the only parent that can parent your children. Mm-hmm. That's huge. It's huge for both of you. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I, I look back. I mean, I still have, I think it might even be in my closet. Skylar's dress that she wore in our wedding. Do you still have her green one? We do somewhere. I don't know um, where it is. We do. We, I think we put it on Alex. <laughs> <laughs> He probably fits in it, the meatball that he is. <laughs> right. Yeah, we do somewhere. I think it's in her closet. Yeah. 
I mean, I just, there's just such beauty. And I know that the kids look back on the day I told them that Jim and I got engaged. I know that the kids look back with fondness on the days that we did get married. I know the kids just look back with just excitement and pride on the days that you got married to Rich and I got married to Jim and the way we created our new families and the way that they got to be involved. And they have a lot of pride in that. They have a lot of pride in our families. They really do. They have a lot of pride in the photographs when we take them together. They really do. Yeah. It's super interesting. It is. Because they're, they're really proud of their parents and their parents too that like because they have some friends that aren't as I don't know if lucky is the right word that they're like step parents and everyone don't get along and so I know that they know they're fortunate or lucky that we all do and it would be interesting yeah yeah and it would be so interesting to go back and look at the way those new families started, like to, to ask the questions, like, did you pick up the kids? How was that? How was picking out dresses? How was planning the wedding? What did that energy look like? That would be interesting to go back. Like, where was this future family scenario? Where was this birthed? Mm -hmm. How was this birthed? How did this come together from, from day one? Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's the thing, since you and I were friends and family friends and friendly, we knew each other. Obviously, you were walking with me when you met Rich. Mm -hmm. There really wasn't an option for me to dislike you. There really wasn't. It it almost wasn't allowed for you to dislike me and me to dislike you. It was like understood, like that would be stupid that just because now that they're in a relationship to not like each other. So the you is understood that you are going to like her and you are going to like her and you are going to make this work. It was kind of set in stone, actually, now that I think about it, there was no other option, Mm -hmm. which gave us a pass to work it out, to figure it out, to make it work, to not be an asshole. Because if Mm -hmm. I was an asshole to you, you're going to your mom, which is going to my mom. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm going to happen. We don't want that to happen because then my mom's going to call and go, if you screw this up between Rich and Allison, I'm killing you myself, you know? <laughs> Funny. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, how interesting is it that because we already liked each other, the path was set. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a marriage or if you're in a situation where this new woman is coming into your experience... Maybe pretend that you're already friends. Ooh, I like that. I like that. So the default is friendship. The default is that you like each other. The default of where you want to head is a place of positivity. That's interesting. I like that. Have that open mind. To have that open mind. So mm-hmm. that so that just as like a friend who does something that makes you angry, you don't pick up the phone and go, what the hell do you think you're doing? Because they're your friends. You get it together. You are very kind. You find that common ground and you speak with respect. But so often exes and new partners, what do you think you're doing? You know, the default is tearing the person a new asshole because you can. You and I weren't allowed to do that, Mm -hmm. so to speak. Interesting, interesting, interesting. 
Oh my God. Right. I can't, I hate fighting. I mean, I'm not a fighter. I'm not a confrontational person at all, but thinking about other people listening to this, if you make the default, I want to make this work. I want to be friendly with this person. Mm -hmm. I want the best for my kids. I am not going to pick up the phone for any reason whatsoever or send a shitty text. Mm -hmm. You're laying the groundwork for a much more positive experience. Mm -hmm. For everyone. For everyone. Mm-hmm. And, it's more and I, peaceful for you. It's more peaceful for the kids. It's more peaceful for everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think what people fail to realize when their kids are young, you look at your kids when they're three and five and it's the mine, mine, mine. You don't know what you're doing and all this other stuff. That bonus mom and, and bonus dad and these new new family, re- they're not going anywhere. We mm-hmm. just thought we're about to celebrate our oldest between the four of us. 25th birthday together. You know, Mm -hmm. you have, you have high school graduations, eighth grade graduations in your future. You have proms in your future. You have marriages and weddings and grandchildren in your future. And Mm -hmm. what you do in these young marriages, when these kids are three, five, seven, nine, 12, 16, 17 years old is going to be the building blocks of your child's wedding the building blocks of your child's baby shower. I know for myself, I had like 22 different baby showers for Cody even because no one wants to be together. No one Mm. wants to, you know, be around each other. So you got to do everything. Christmases are separate. The kids Christmas, even like grandkids Christmases and things, everyone's separate. You're building the blocks for your kid's entire future existence. So if your ex-husband forgets to pack the jeans or doesn't give them back, the words that you say today are the groundwork for your kid's wedding tomorrow. I know that sounds stupid, but it's actually true. Because when I look back at, at our relationship between the four of us, I can't pinpoint a negative moment. Maybe you guys can't, but mm-hmm. I, I'm not looking back and going, well, that one time. There's no one time. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. There isn't. There really just isn't. And so there's no animosity now. There's mm-hmm. no forgiveness that need. There's no apology that we're all waiting for. Right. You know, the apology that I had to Rich for being a complete dick to him when we were going through our divorce, that was given to him. That was between he and I. Outside of that apology, there's no underlying BS that we created so that when we are around each other, it's positive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's positive. It's what we want. It's what we want. It's calming. It's, it's exciting. Calming. Yeah, it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's, it's enjoyable. Fun. Yeah. So good. Well, I, we need to come up with some topics to talk about for our next, because I knew we were going to talk about the weddings and that this recording, but I'm excited to like move into some other stuff. Maybe we'll even just talk about what it's like to raise younger kids with having older kids around. or because I know for a fact like learned (laughs) lessons learned exactly so well I know that I talked a lot probably because people are just able to listen to me because I'm recording this also or I'm actually live I should say on TikTok so I'm I'm running my mouth a lot right now so yeah so we only have a couple people live but but there's us recording the podcast but yeah we will talk about all that good stuff next time so thanks again for being here I appreciate it Thank you for having me. Always fun to chat. Always fun to chat. Thanks for listening. If you would like to connect on a more personal level, 
head over to MeredithWillets.com or on Instagram at Meredith with a Y for behind-the-scenes footage and outtakes. Please subscribe and come back each week for more Meredith with a Y. Thanks again for listening. Cheers. Cheers.